everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Namaste, Matt. <laughs> hey, Kat. How are you? Hey, everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, saying hello to all of our uh, listeners in India. Oh, okay. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, the Hindi language uh, saying hi to everyone. So. Cool. Um, namaste. Uh, you know, that's I, I kind of like that word actually. It sounds like kind of cool. I thought it was like uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just it, being yoga. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like a yoga thing, like you know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, they do say that in yoga too. I guess they're saying hello to you. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's like, you know, some sort of a peaceful hello or something like that, maybe? Yeah, I mean, that's why I like it, because, you know, I like peace, and, uh, yep. So now you know it is uh, Hindi. Okay. So, yep. Uh, if nothing else, this season we have learned to communicate, like, I feel like we could survive and pretty much uh, anywhere seven yeah. seven or eight countries at this point well we could say hello there anyway right yeah i mean and uh we just keep saying that you know uh, <laughs> right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that works um you know the chicken festival is coming up um in september where is we, that uh, so that's going to be in London in Laurel County. We just closed out Nibrock, which was the Corbin Spell Backwards Festival. Yeah, I remember talking about that last week. Yeah, so, um, you know, this, um, the Chicken Festival has, like, this really huge um, frying pan skillet-like thing. Yeah. I, I mean, like, way more than life size you know like just humongous so is this is this like a colonel's because i know like colonel sanders is related to corbin that's where the first kfc is right yes it is it is located there and operational so people can come there and see it's kind of like a museum restaurant combined kind of experience i hear you have a brick there yeah. Uh, well, my brick is actually, it's <laughs> a good story. Uh, my brick is actually downtown Corbin. They have a, like a Colonel Sanders uh, park there. Ah, okay. I thought it was at the museum. No. Uh, I mean, unless they've moved it, because I've only <laughs> seen it one time, uh, except in a picture. But I won that. I won that brick. Um, How did you win a brick? I know. It's pretty interesting because I have actually won a brick two times in my really? life. 
not many people can say that. But I mean, I'm guessing. I, I you know, maybe people win them all the time. But I've um, never won a brick. I don't think I've ever been entered in a contest to win a brick. Well, I um, so they, it was like friends of Colonel Sanders page on Facebook. Okay. And I like the page, um, you know, because it's it's interesting to me that he's from a kind of local area to where I live. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like to, I'm fascinated by people from smaller communities that go on to do great things. But uh, I saw, so you know, I hit like or join whatever for the page and, um, so they were having a contest, and if you, I guess, if you just liked the page, um, you got entered into the brick contest. Oh, okay. And um, you know, just <laughs> out of the blue, my name was tagged, and um, I was the winner. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got free lunch too, like free uh, KFC lunch awesome. and a brick. <laughs> brick and a chicken. <laughs> yeah, brick and ch- you know that'd be a cool name for yeah. You know, like restaurant, if somebody yeah. wanted to like start a chicken restaurant. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, it, as far as I know, it's still there in the downtown park, and uh, people have taken pictures of it that have seen my name there and sent to me. So that's actually. <laughs> That's how funny. I first saw it. Um, yeah, I have since seen it in person, but so know. so is this is this chicken festival related to Colonel Sanders? Because that was my original question. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that it, it must be. Um, I, so there, the Tri County area is a bit confusing because there's like Corbin. That's like Quitley County but then it connects with Laurel County mm-hmm. so you know um, they're neighboring counties and so I feel like that's um, how the chicken festival oh so it's like an area kind of an area wide thing yeah Okay. So, um, quite interesting and you know it's so interesting so we have like a kind of little backstory to go with it because next week our guest is going to be Alex Miller and he is actually um, going to be performing at the Kentucky State Fair, which is the following week. Right. But um, he on TikTok did a little TikTok where, you know, Katy Perry was spending some time in Kentucky recently. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you probably heard about that. It was pretty big news. Yeah. Well, um, so Alex Miller made a TikTok because, you know, she's one of the judges. And, yeah. Uh, he was on American Idol. So, you know, uh, they have that connection. But anyways, he made a TikTok and he was like taking Katy Perry to different places in Kentucky that were noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And one of them was the KFC original one in Corbin. So, um, you know, it all kind of ties together, actually, with uh, our guest that's coming up next week. I can't wait to uh, do that interview. And did he go to Did he go to Bucky's? Oh, uh, we'll have to ask that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in the TikTok, he did not. Okay. So, um, yeah. 
Oh, so going back to your brick story, I don't mean to keep jumping around here, but like, what was the second brick for? Because I don't think I've ever heard that story. I heard the story about so the KFC was, one. Uh, so it was um, Cumberland College, or now it's the University of the Cumberlands. Okay. Um, brick. And I don't really know um, how I won that one. You, you know, actually, it's like, I have won so many different things. Yes, <laughs> like I, I know. Really weird things. Um, I won a computer once, too. Really? Yes. Uh, and that is, I, I read, you will not believe this story, probably, but it's true. I was at school, um, so it was after school, and it was the local radio station, and they uh, were having a, a contest, and, and it was the last day uh, that you could, like, register to win this computer. Okay. And um, so I was getting ready to go home. And uh, I was like, okay, you know, they, they give the website. So I just went there, typed it in, you know, like registered really quick. And in the time that it took for me to leave school and to drive home, they announced my name. Oh, wow. That's cool. Well, uh, well it would be cool, except for I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my students, Crystal... She, like, went through all of this to call me, to get my number from somebody, and to call me and tell me, like, you know, that they had announced me, and I had only, like, by that point, I only had just a few minutes left to call in. Because, oh, I see. So you had to yeah, call in to win. I had so much time once they um, said your name. So I called in, like, in, you know, the very last minute, and I won a computer. Wow, awesome. Yeah, it was you know it, it was really a cool gift at that time. I know you've you've won a lot of stuff from through like AT and T and different <laughs> contests and stuff. Yes, I know it is so random. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I just I've also won a gas card from for fake and <laughs> I mean it's just you know it's just weird stuff that I win like that. Yeah. Well, gotta, I don't really know if that has to do anything, but with anything, but well, you gotta start playing uh, the lottery, and uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like one day it's um, a brick, the next day it, you know, yeah, might be a powerball. All right, so Alex Miller is next week, and we're really looking forward to that, and we hope all you people out there are listening are. Um, and this week we have Julia Class. Is that correct? Yes, Julia, we have her. Uh, Julia. And she is, she's like an action hero. <laughs> she's like so into these action films. And and she's been like opposite um, Bruce Willis and Steven Seagal and you know the list goes on and on of co-stars that she's had and um you know I, I can't wait to like see if you know has she been injured or um, yeah should be should be cool I mean she does her own stunts and if she does her own stunts and that sort of thing I mean I assume she yeah. does but. I know. I mean, you never know because uh, you, you know we 
we um, put a thing about stunt doubles. That was one of the questions in our group this week. And, um, you know, not too many people felt like they had um, what it took to be a stunt double. So, <laughs> so who was the, who came out on top, do you know? Um, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We can look um, it up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I find it interesting that, um, you know, that is a, a career for some people that... Um, yeah, when I was in, I want to say I was in like first grade or something, I went to school with a kid, I, I don't recall his name, but he had a brother who was supposedly a stunt person like uh what kind of like evil Knievel or... uh he was in movies and stuff I guess yeah at least that's what he told me but you know it was first grade so could have been you know I, I don't know <laughs> yeah kids are but it was like wow your brother's a stuntman <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> I mean he could have been um yeah I mean, every time I, I see, like, an action movie, I'll look at the list of, you know, if I'm watching the, the credits roll by, I'll look through and <laughs> see if I see his name or whatever. But, Have you found him yet? Uh, uh, maybe in one movie, but I'm not sure. I mean, he yeah. probably goes by something else now, so, you know, change yeah, his name. Yeah, you got to get that stage name, you know. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, it's rather cool um, because a, a lot of times, like, they're not necessarily doing dangerous stunts, just, um, you know, stunts that that could have some injury. Um, yeah, or, like getting into a fight or something like that. Um, yeah. Who is it that was telling us recently about, I think it was Vernon Wells about... Vernon, yes. Yeah. You're not supposed to hit people during, you know, a fight scene and stuff. And every so yeah, often, because people remember would. he hit Gene Simmons's wife. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Not that that's funny, you know, yeah. uh, really, but it's yeah. kind of funny in the way it all played out. Yeah. You know? hmm. Like he thought Gene Simmons was coming to, you know, yeah, like, kick his butt. Yeah, for you know. And, and Gene Simmons, according to him, is like, I don't know, pretty tall. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vernon's a pretty big dude as well, so. Yeah. Well, Gene Simmons has a long tongue, so, I mean, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Hard Alrighty. to compete. With <laughs> All right. So, Yulia Class is our guest this week, and uh, I think we should uh, get started and talk to her. What do you think? Yeah, I can't wait to hear all about, you know, these action movies. All right, here we go. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. We are so excited to have you as a guest today. You've got some amazing uh, movies that you've in and we can't wait to hear the backstory of you and also of the films that you've made so welcome thank you kathy for having me i really appreciate you guys sure well uh i guess my first question like when i was looking over all about you is that 
you know, you seem to be in a lot of adventure movies or adventurous roles. So, you know, in real life, Action. like you're not being on camera, uh, are you adventurous? I'm pretty adventurous. I do love to travel. I I don't I, I don't fight with people like I fight in my scenes, you know. But um, <laughs> I try not to, at least, you know. Uh, but. But, you know, great thing about acting is that you can immerse yourself into the character and be someone that you cannot be on a daily basis. So if you met at someone and you want to kick their butt, so this is your chance you know, to <laughs> get that role where you can do that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, do you ever think about, you know, like, these are the people that are, like, piss me off today and I'm going to, like, you know, <laughs> take out well, some of that aggression? Uh, no, I don't really, uh, to be honest, I don't have aggression like that when I'm on the set, but when you try to get into the character, uh, there are certain elements that actors use, you know, um, cer certain methods where you try to um, imagine, Im imagine, you know, yourself in a situation that is so bad and just like literally imagine that this is happening to you. Like relive what this character is reliving and just think about it all the time. You don't distract, you just live in the moment. And, um, you know, so that's how you get become angry or sometimes what helps also to me, you know, I think about something sad, like if it's a sad moment or yeah. if it's, um, you know, it just sometimes it depends what what will help you get the best into the character. You know, there are different moments, different roles that you have to approach differently. So dramatic roles are approached in one way. Action roles are in different way. But in any case, I mean, yes, you have to bring all of your emotions, you know, anger, uh, passion, and all those other things into the play, you know. In order so to would make you? It yeah, I mean, I I would imagine that that's how I would approach it if I were playing a character and, you know, trying to to like pull from experiences to make it seem realistic or to. I bring it to life, but um, you got your first big break with um, Disney movie, like um, I believe it was. Was it a comedy? Uh, the Robin Williams movie you're talking about. This was my background role, featured background role. It was nothing. It was just when I was starting out in my career. Um, Old Dogs, you know, this was the film. I was there on the set for about three, four days in Miami, and um, this was. I was telling someone earlier today. Uh, they asked me about the same uh, film. And it's basically, you know, when I first came to uh, the United States and I realized I wanted to um, pursue acting, I was told that it's best to try yourself at first, you know, like on the set and just get some background roles so that I can kind of get a feel of it and see if I actually like it or not, uh, to see how other people work, you know, on the set, you know, um, the directors, VPs, you know, wardrobe people, et cetera. Um, and this way you kind of, know whether it's something that you want to do for the rest of your life you know and um, I've, done, uh, I've done work well you know i started with that with that and then it just kind of uh went up from there you know so what was it like what was robin williams like to work with oh my gosh he was one of the most amazing people i've ever i have met in my life actually um he um he touched everybody's uh heart uh <laughs> the days that we worked the nights that we worked there he spoke to pretty much every person on the set. He was very kind, down to earth, um, very funny. He was telling a lot of jokes and he spoke multiple languages. Uh, extremely talented person. Person. Um, wow. and very, very kind. Like the way how you see him sometimes, that's how he um, 
appears in real life. Like he's not a uh, phony. He's not, you know, everything is real about him. I, I was very impressed by his personality and him as a person and just the talents that he possesses, you know, even those languages that he speaks. And, and as an actor, he's just, you know, he can be super funny. He can make the saddest face on earth like a lost puppy and you will go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, He's just such a brilliant actor. He was a brilliant actor, you know. Yes, sorry, he's I'm honored that I had a chance to uh, interact with him and be on the same in in the same project, you know. Uh, were you starstruck at all? Um, you know, I wasn't just because he was just like one of us. He made us feel so comfortable there that he, you know, like at first you were like, oh my god, it's Robin Williams, John Travolta. But um, I didn't interact with John Travolta, but with uh, Robin Williams, oh my God, it was, he was just like, I, I don't think anybody will feel weird near him. You will feel like he's your relative, like he's, that's how he made everyone feel, very welcome and warm, you know? Mm. That's a great memory. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's kind of how I imagined him, so I'm glad that... You know that that is the experience that you had it's nice when when you hear that you know these people that seem so genuine really are that's great yeah um, you would never think that someone um someone that happy and so funny and so great could um you know be so sad in real life and not show it to other people you know and so so depressed and sad in real life so it's um just shows you know the, our mentality as human beings you know we can be so many different things in life you know and uh if um if you can hide this from everybody else you know the sadness that you carry in your heart and you know um it's pretty sad to to realize that like we were there while and he was funny but yet he was so sad in his life and depressed you know yeah. it's a real issue real issue do you think actors like maybe are um, more capable of doing that because they, you know, are used to playing roles that maybe they don't really feel in their real life. Um, does it make it, it could easier? Be. Yeah, I, it could be, but I, but you know, I know so many people who have depression, unfortunately, and it, this disease doesn't select whether you're an actor or a, a, a regular person, you know, with a regular job. Um, it just once it strikes it strikes and for actors of course maybe you know it's a great question actually um probably it is easier just because you know we're like you know we're in front of people all the time and especially someone of a statue of uh, robert williams you know where he's uh, so big and everybody you know wants him in their projects and and he's just like so um wanted everywhere but yet he's so not happy so that just shows you how powerful this disease is you know and how uh, how helpless sometimes we are in front of something like this unfortunately so um you must have decided after um being an old dog that it was something that you like <laughs> yeah yeah and then i continued on i slowly gradually you know participated in this project and that did some background roles and then i started you know getting smaller parts and you know then uh also you know i always tell people you know when you're starting out it's very important to even do some spec projects and you know like short films student movies you know because when you do stuff like that you're around even though like maybe student films they're not um you know me they may not even go anywhere right and depending i guess what school it is too and sometimes it goes to festivals and stuff but 
but um sometimes you just have to get out there and do things to just practice it's like a muscle you know like we go to the gym we need to go work out and you know uh, just be healthy and hear the same thing you know like you want to practice your craft uh, you want to see and be around like-minded people um, and so that kind of helped me and then I moved forward and I started writing a little bit um, and you know and then you start meeting people you start networking you get an agent you get this and that and so slowly gradually build up so what was the next um, big break that you had um, I worked with uh, Richard Gray, the director, uh, on our film. Uh, two, two films were done at the same time. I, the feature film, uh, Sugar Mountain, with uh, Jason Momoa, Carrie Alwis. Um, and we had this uh, script, a short film script that we had for a long time. And Richie thought, since we're in Alaska and our script revolves around, you know, Alaska and et cetera, he said, let's just do when we finish with the feature film, we'll just go ahead and um, and do this short film. Uh, everybody from the feature film, all the crew stayed one extra day. And um, it was an amazing time because we had Robert Patrick with us um, playing a general. And um, it was an amazing experience. So I kind of, and we went with the Cold War. Our movie went to multiple film festivals. And now we have a screenplay in works. Um, in preparation for the feature film. So right. so it's still in works because it's a very complex story. We're trying to make it as perfect as possible and then, you know, trying to make it happen is another next step. <laughs> hmm. As you know, a, a very complicated step. So um, what was your role in that movie? Um, I was playing an, a, a, a hunter. I was hunting and uh, it, there's no dialogue there at all. It's a short film. And um, Robert Patrick, he, um, he be, it's basically a story that is based on true events dating back to the uh, World War II, Cold War era, uh, where it tells the story about this defecting uh, Russian general who is played by Robert Patrick and uh, a trained female sniper. But at first you see him as a hunter, like I'm hunting there and then all of a sudden I see the general, um, he had some issues, lost and... Uh, we're trying to communicate without understanding each other with uh, body language, basically, while I have a gun pointed at him, <laughs> a shotgun. Because <laughs> I don't and trust him, Alaska, he doesn't trust me, right? he doesn't have a gun, huh? And you're in Alaska. Yeah, we were shooting in Alaska, Seward, Alaska. Mm -hmm. uh, was the temperature as cold as I imagined? Oh, yes, it was It was really cold, um, but, it w but it wasn't... Um, you know, it's, it, it, it was snowing and everything because it was like February going in March. And um, it was cold, but the coldest day was when we shot Cold War because um, I didn't have a waterproof boots for some reason. And I was like on the shore with water hitting my feet and uh, my feet got really like wet. And I, because it was so cold, I didn't feel... I, I didn't feel that I got so cold underneath. And so at the end of the day, when we actually were like on the boat going back from the little island where we shot, I, they were helping me take my boots off and my feet looked so unattractive and they looked scary. <laughs> and, I, you know, I couldn't feel it. Like, that's the weirdest thing. Like, you, know, you get so much adrenaline going, like shooting and working on your thing that you feel a little bit cold, but you don't really feel like frozen, <laughs> that your feet are cold and blue, <laughs> you know? But wow. that day was cold, to be honest. It was very cloudy, and uh, 
but we've shot the other film, you know, in Alaska too for several weeks, and uh, it wasn't as bad as some people would think Alaska maybe, but particularly for the short film, that day was really cold. Yeah, I can. I can also you were a real trooper to, uh, you know, we have to wear that. We have to be, you know, if we're right. not, then, uh, then, you know, we're not committed to our craft. I'm trying. So you then go on and you are with Bruce Willis and uh, survive the game. Yeah, that was one of our recent films uh, that was released recently. Um, it's the same director as for the captors that is just released recently. So um, James is a young director, very talented, and he's he's got so many movies under his belt now. Very talented, very passionate, and uh, he's a doer, you know? Always um, in the mode of doing something, <laughs> working. Do you like having, like, working with the same director? Does that... I do. I think yeah. it's great. You know, uh, there's a lot of great directors uh, in our lifetime that like to work with the same actors and actors like to work with the same directors. So that's a big deal. That means that you have good relationship with them and they, they like working with you and you work, like working with them. And, um, you know, we can be in every single project together, but, you know, um, would be nice. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're trying, you know, if uh, he's my very good friend. So if I have this opportunity to recommend him for some work, you know, I will. And he does the same. Sure. Um, did you did you get to interact with Bruce Willis in the film? I did. Yeah, a little bit uh, when we had our break. But he only was there for a couple of days. So it wasn't, you know, that much of interaction. But uh, whenever we had a break, uh, those few days we interacted in our you know during like lunch breaks and stuff but he's uh you know he's not very talkative but you know he's a great actor and he he's committed to his craft as well and that's very inspirational to me and i'm very uh, honored that i had a chance to work with so many amazing people and learn from them too observe sure. them you know just being their company it's great you know at the time and that while you were filming that um it was gonna be one of his last films no i did not know someone asked me that as well and i and i did nobody announced anything to us we did not know he was just you know a little bit quiet and it's very sad because he's such a talented person you know he's got so many achievements under his belt and yet you know this issue happened um unfortunately but you know he'll 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 go down in the history as an amazing you know actor person, and we're gonna keep watching and rewatching all of his amazing films, right? Yeah. Uh, Die Hard, Die Hard yeah. never never dies. <laughs> it goes on. Well, then you have Steven Seagal and also the late DMX. Um, I, I so I can't imagine. Uh, did you get to interact with DMX? Uh, unfortunately not because I didn't have scenes with DMX and they were shooting in LA and my scenes were in Romania, Bucharest. So um, I did not unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. But um, he's a he's a very fun person from what I hear, you know, very brings a lot to the table. Sure. <laughs> brought, brought a lot to the table, say, um, to be exact. But, um, you know, yeah, all my scenes were pretty much with um, Steven Seagal and a couple of other actors in Romania. So we had to travel really far. What was that like? It was uh, it was fun for the exception of the fact that uh, they lost my luggage uh, <laughs> in Amsterdam. <laughs> and so when I uh, 
when I arrived in uh, Romania, Bucharest, um, I'm waiting for my luggage. And of course, like out of all the people, I would be that person who would not get the <laughs> luggage. <laughs> just like Murphy Law. And, uh, and then I'm like, guys, I have to work tomorrow. I need my stuff. And uh, nobody cares, like really. They were not very helpful there. <laughs> it was not very, you know, accommodating service there. So um, anyways, after the whole night of waiting for my for my luggage, I... I ended up just, we, several people ended up going to the airport and uh, knocking on everybody's door. And sure enough, my luggage was there, but like under, buried underneath many, many bags. Oh, so wow. It was very loud and obnoxious in order to uh, attract some attention so that someone unlocks that door and gives us the luggage. So that was like the only obstacle, but everything else was great after that. <laughs> so. Well, I bet that was a big relief to finally see that your luggage... At least I got it, right? Some people some people lose it and never get it. Yeah. So I would like to get it back. But it was a pretty stressful moment, you know, when you think, oh my god, all my stuff is there, I have to work today, and I have nothing with me. So it, that was, you know, they don't even give you, like, even a toothbrush there. Right. Nothing, so... Uh. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about your new movie because your time is getting short. And, uh, uh, cap, um, yeah. yeah, we definitely want to talk about captors yeah, for I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> uh, how did you get involved with that project? Um, so that project was in existence for quite some time. And I know the writer, Philip Day, who's a very good writer, very talented guy. He, um, we, we, we were working on something else, another script. And as we were, you know, discussing certain elements of the, that script that we were working on, he says, by the way, you know, I think I should show you and, like, producers this, you know, like, script that I worked, worked on for a long, long time. And I hope you like it, but I really think you're going to be good for this role. And so I, re I read it. It was a really exciting read. And um, then throughout the time when uh, we brought on James, James really liked the idea of the fact that there's pretty much only one character and it's, there's not much dialogue in the, in the movie, mm -hmm. in the script. And um, usually, you know, when you're, when you're a director, you shoot, you know, two actors doing a scene, three actors doing a scene. There's a dialogue going on. There's several people talking to each other. And here, we don't have that. So there's a lot of camera work involved. There's, so that's what attra attracted him when he talked to Philip about it. And... Um, and so one thing led to another, and, and then our producers were like, let's do it. This is exciting. It's, it's very claustrophobic, you know, <laughs> uh, script. And um, people like it. We like it. Let's do it. And uh, that's how it all started, you know. And this takes place in another cold place, I think. Is that true? Yes. We shot it, believe it or not. Everything was shot in California. Oh, wow. We, we shot the externals. The only thing that was, um, so everything was shot in L.A., Mm -hmm. uh, actually in Glendale, LA, and uh, all the externals, the winter shots, they were all shot in Ponderosa, California. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> Very difficult to get to place. Very difficult. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. 7,000 I mean. feet elevation. Yeah, very, very hard to get to. Very narrow, um, windy roads. We had some people, they had uh, nosebleed as we were uh, climbing up there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. But uh, it was a snowstorm there once we got there. I mean, it was really, uh, like, beautiful for the for what we were doing. Uh, it looks really good on camera, too, you know, that snow. You can get that with a fake snow. <laughs> um, is, so is this movie out now or is it coming out? 
Yeah, it came out at the end of May, okay. and um, it's available on all major VOD platforms, you know, uh, Apple, Amazon, Hulu, YouTube, etc. Um, so it's definitely, you can find it. You can also go to captorsmovie.com, and uh, we have some information behind the scenes. We have um, cast and crew screening pictures there, so a lot of fun stuff to, to look at. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting story, yeah. I'll have to check that mm-hmm. out. Um, Thank you. What was the most challenging thing as far as that movie goes? Because there, you said there wasn't a lot of dialogue, so I assume there's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of movement. And Emotions. Things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, you know, body language, facial expressions, all of that. But the biggest, most challenging thing about this role is, you know, what this character is going through, basically. So I had to portray the psychosis, the um, hallucinatory state, you know, mm-hmm. um, when we did our research and we talked to some doctors about this conditions, you know, um, the survivors of captivity or any sort of abuse, um, big thing about interaction when she's talking to other people, she doesn't look them in the eye, she kind of looks down all the time because she's afraid that someone is going to, you know, she's just afraid of everything. Sure. So the, there's a lot of moments where I'm just me pretty much the whole thing is like me by myself with my own self and we get to the escalation of the story where the hallucinations they become real or not we don't know mm-hmm. and um all of this is is, uh, is showcased really perfectly i think with our lighting and the dp uh dave newberg he did an amazing job uh you know escalating our lighting and showing as it goes further on you know to show you how the lighting changes from like normal to like almost insane like you know that this person is experiencing something really weird and you almost get in her head with that lighting you know so there's a really good camera work in my opinion um so yeah it's a pretty challenging this whole thing is like when you're by yourself and you're trying to like hear an old film you know and you need to express all of those emotions Right. Um, you know, it's at the end of the day when you come back to the, you know, come back home and you like take a hot shower. Oh, like I've been to this emotional gym right now. <laughs> really, that, that, um, and then after when when you when we wrapped the movie, and it was all over, you know, that was like my whole body was like hurting, aching because it's just very, um, it's very stressful when you when you perform roles like that, you know, like it's very stressful, but it's in a good way too, because it's challenging and I like the challenge. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I, I want more roles of this nature. I want more roles where I can, I can be, uh, vulnerable like that, you know? Well, that's cool. I mean, it, you know, stretching yourself like that and, um, mm-hmm. you know, something a little bit different than I guess what you, what you've been yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah, very different. Yeah. <laughs> very, very different. All right, I know you got. You have to go do another interview. So, Kat, do you have anything else before we let you go? Well, you know, I have like a million questions, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we must like have you to come back and talk with us again. With great pleasure. Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, just any last words to those, um, you know, future actors out there who um, may be wanting to follow in your path? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, it's very important to um, not be afraid to take on any job that comes your way. Like, don't be like, oh, no, like, this is beneath me or this is, like, not cool enough of a role. I'm way more than that. No. You have to start 
uh, whatever. I mean, that's exactly whatever comes your way. If this is an, you read the script, if this is something interesting and, um, you know, it's not a lead role they're giving you, but it's some, it's a supporting role. Go ahead, go do, uh, movies with, uh, students, do spec projects, spec commercials, spec this, spec that, create your own content. Nowadays with YouTubes and all this other outlets out there, um, there's really no excuses not to try if you're passionate about this craft. You can take your iPhone and you can shoot a short film with an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not going to be the quality of, you know, because maybe you're not the greatest editor. Maybe you're not, you know, the greatest uh, uh, post-production person. But maybe you can collaborate with some students um, from um, schools, you know, who are passionate about the same craft that you are. And, you know, make this happen and then start submitting to the film festivals. I think this is the best advice that I can, I guess, give to uh, people who are starting out is, to participate in the film festivals, create your own content and great project that you're passionate about and start submitting it to the film festivals where you can create a buzz and uh, meet a lot of people, very talented people. You never know where fate will bring you, you know. (laughs) That's true. And so uh, we hope everyone will watch Captors and we can't wait to see what's coming next from you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, guys. Thank you very much. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.